It's no secret the NFL has a problem with race. Think Colin Kaepernick. Think Brian Flores. But this isn't a new problem. It's one that started as far back as the 1930s, with a ban on Black players in the NFL, with a past that informs the present. Blackballed is a new miniseries podcast from The Ringer about the four men who broke the color barrier in football. I'm your host, Chelsea Stark-Jones. You can find Blackballed on The Ringer NFL feed. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Welcome back to the Ring of Wrestling Show. Masked Man Show, my man David Shoemaker, Kazim Famiwida, your boy Kaz here. Uh, what a night of wrestling last night, night one. And joining us today here at the WrestleMania Superstore, two of the biggest stars of last night's action at WrestleMania Hollywood, Dominic Mysterio and the brand new SmackDown Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley. Good morning, people. Morning. Morning. Man, first off, the first thing I said to Rhea as soon as she walked in, I was like, I don't know how you're standing right now. <laughs> I don't know how you are standing. And Dom, uh, incredible night last night, incredible ascension from you guys. Um, I, I guess, first off, I just want to ask you guys before we even get to last night, the year you guys have had, the Judgment Day, you know, from the beginning to its inception to right now, having, thank you, thank you, Ron. Uh, having one of the most standout moments in WrestleMania history. When you guys first conceptualized the Judgment Day so many months ago, did you have this vision of WrestleMania Hollywood in your in your in your sights? I'll start with uh, with you, Dom. Uh, to be honest, I I didn't really know what the Judgment Day had planned for me. You know, uh, they welcomed me in with open arms, and uh, we kind of just took off for the races. And it's been a lot of fun, man. It's been a big blessing to be a part of it. And to be honest, I don't know what kind of plans they had. It kind of just all started flowing naturally. But uh, I'm just, I'm very, uh, very happy to be a part of it. Was it more or less like, oh, we're just going to get you guys together and see what comes from it? Was there anything just, oh, we'll, we'll figure it out? Or you just took it a day at a time and sort of let it manifest? Honestly, in, in, in our business and the way it works, it was a, a day at a time. Yeah. Um, I don't know if uh, there was a lot of planning going on our end, but we kind of just, we roll with the punches and, and kind of what we do, you know, and it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun for sure. Rhea, I feel like uh, you kind of came in in a, in a unique situation because you were still uh, recovering from injury, you know what I mean? So a lot of times you didn't really get to get into the ring, but 
I feel like you got to take that time to really develop your character and, you know, develop your chemistry with Dom, with uh, Damian Priest, with Edge at one point, and now with Finn Balor. Um, during that time that you were getting yourself healthy, uh, what was sort of, I'm sure this is always the end goal, but, like, was there times where you were like, man, I don't know, you know, if I'm going to get back to that level, if I'm ever going to get back to facing somebody like Charlotte Flair on a stage like WrestleMania again? Like, what kind of went through your mind as you were going through that recovery process while the Judgment Day was being formed? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, in this industry, things happen, and obviously I didn't plan to get injured and I didn't plan to be on the sideline. Uh, like you said, that was a good time for me to improve on myself in different aspects of this job. Um, and luckily for me, like, I got to be in the ring and be in segments with people like Rey Mysterio, like AJ Styles and, like, Dom Dom over here, you know? And <laughs> I really got to, like, make connections with people and grow as an individual in and outside of the ring. Um, but I was terrified to step back in the ring. I didn't know if my body could take it because it's something that you really have to get callous to. And when, once you get thrown back in after having all this time off and time away where I hadn't done anything, I was just throwing the guys around. They were doing the work for me. Um, so I hadn't actually thrown myself around at all and I hadn't been in the ring with someone, especially someone like Charlotte Flair, for a long, long time. My first match back was at NXT against Roxanne Perez. And even that, I was like, I don't, I mean, I'm gonna act confident and I'm gonna try my hardest to portray the Rhea Ripley that everyone knows and loves. But on the inside, I don't know if I could do this. Um, but then once that was all said and done and, and it was over, I was like, okay, you know, like sometimes if there's a little bit of ring rust, but you just snap straight back into it. And with myself, I feel like once my music starts playing, I turn into a whole different kind of animal and everything that I think about and feel just goes out the window and I just start doing. You said, when you talk about the music hitting, uh, you know, last night, I think you had the match of the night. I think a lot of everybody that I've Thank talked you. to agrees. You know, the main event, Dom's match, there's a lot of backstory in some of these matches that had everybody wrapped up. But bell to bell, I thought you and Charlotte Flair put on an absolute classic. At what point, you know, there was a lot of talk about whether or not you guys should be in the main event spot. I'm sure that that played into your thought process a little bit um, as you guys kind of started, were talking about the match. But I don't know, at, at, what, at what point in the match do you, do you ever feel like this is, a, this is one of the best matches I've ever had in the middle of it? Or do you have to like get back and take a breath? I'm sort of like a get back and take a breath person. Uh, while I was out there, I did obviously hear the crowd and feel the crowd and hear how they were getting into it and loving it so that was a great sign and that kept my adrenaline going to sort of keep going i think once she kicked out of the riptide i was like yo we got him um definitely got me that's for sure um i sort of got like an extra boost of adrenaline right there because i was just ready to go i was ready to kill and i was ready to keep going um but it's it's funny like this industry is such a wild thing because people think that we like spend all this time getting ready for these matches but most of the time like you just gotta go like I was honestly in Gorilla right before my match and I hadn't drank water for four hours and I was like I need water so bad my throat is so dry my lips are chapped I have all this makeup on that is just like 
not making me happy right now. And I was like, I need water. And I'm trying to find the water. And I go to grab it and my music starts playing. And I'm like, uh, I have a split decision to make right now. Do I drink the water and be late for my entrance or do I go do my entrance? And I decided my entrance because it was on the other side of Gorilla. So I was just like, ah, I threw my lipstick in the air and just ran out and snapped into the rear Ripley that you saw walk out. It's a, it's a wild business. Um, it is, and it's been a wild year for all of you. Dom, I interviewed you and your dad on a stage much like this a year ago. And I was just saying to Kaz, I asked the questions that everybody wanted me to ask, you know, talking about an eventual match between you two. And you could tell you guys were almost tired of talking about it and also very unsure about how you would get there, you know, like what the road would be like. Do you look back now and think, like, how do you look at the past year of your career and about everything that you've been through. And I'm sure to some extent, you know, question 1B, you look at the other people in the Judgment Day and think about the year that they've had too. You've all come a really long way, but start with how, how, was your, how do you process the year you've had? Um, I don't really know if I process it, man. I kind of just, just go, you know, I, I, I go day by day and I don't realize like how fast uh, time goes in our business, you know, I feel like it was just yesterday that we were having WrestleMania in Dallas, you know, mm -hmm. so it's uh, it's pretty wild to see everyone kind of growing. Like, I didn't, I feel like I wasn't even close to them a year ago. Like, I barely even said hello or anything to them. It was just very formal. But now it's like we're a giant family. We're, we hang out all the time. We're, we're literally together 24-7 when we're on the road. So it's kind of, it's kind of cool to see all of us kind of just growing together. And for me especially, it's just kind of, it's just so weird to see, especially even like my hair, how long it's gotten over the past year, you know? Uh, I remember I got excited last year because uh, I shook my head and I felt the mullet move for the first time. <laughs> so it's like, now it's really flowing. So I can really, yeah. it's really cool to see the differences and the changes along. Yeah, Dom, uh, a sort of follow-up question to the year you had, man. Uh, I always tell people, you know, I know a lot of wrestlers, like that TV time is so important because it's so limited, right? But your character, Prison Dom, and everything that you guys done with Judgment Day, and especially with your youth, really was the help of social media, right? Like those videos with you and Rhea crashing Christmas, crashing Thanksgiving, crashing all these family-friendly moments, really blew up on YouTube, really blew up on social. So by the time, you know, you went and did your bid, you know what I mean, did that hard time and came out, when it when it got to TV, everybody immediately got it. Like Corey Graves was going in on the prison references, and he was coming out with the bandana around the face and everything. And I was like, "Oh man, this is gonna take off so crazy." Um, prison Dom, how did that sort of? What was the brainchild behind that? Like, was it because? Just just break that down a little bit for me. So I think uh, I, honestly, I think Prison Dom started as a joke. Um, I was talking with one of the writers, uh, I was on, uh, I, I don't remember where I was at, yeah. but I had texted him, uh, he said thank you for something, I said thank you back, and he's like, dude, uh, I sent him a picture of that exact Michael Scott one from The Office, yeah. like that, like as a meme, like, cause I just, on our text messages, I'd like to send GIFs, yeah. or GIFs, whatever you like to call them, I, I don't think it's, is it GIF or GIF? Is it GIF? I think it's GIF. Uh, GIF? It's GIF. It's Mommy GIF? says it's GIF. It's yeah. GIF. So there it is. <laughs> Answers anyway, will never know, I guess. <laughs> so I was, I was sending a GIF of Michael Scott, and uh, he didn't reply. Yeah. And next thing you know, like three or four days later, I get a text message that's like, hey, can you do this, this interview of you going to prison doing this hard time? 
<laughs> and I was like, yeah, sure. I didn't think anything of it, to be honest. I was kind of just like, I did get arrested. I said I, I wouldn't make it, but I was like, you know, I might have just been able to make it in there. Yeah. So we knocked out this video, and, and somehow that video of me with the white tank top and the white background just kind of took off, man. And, uh, and the funniest thing about that whole thing is right behind me was a beautiful beach. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I didn't know better. It, did, it definitely did look like it was a Rikers or something, like the, the plain background or whatever. But that evolved into last night. And when you came out, as soon as I, I saw, like, the Oz-style video and, like, the sirens going and then the paddy wagon come out with the mask and the cuffs and the walk, the perp walk through the crowd, I was like, this is magic right here. This is one of the best WrestleMania entrances I've seen in years. Um, and a big part of that to me was you finally donning the mask and, and coming out with it. I know in, in, the, in the lucha culture, that is a very important thing, a very big thing about you. How particular were you about finally donning that mask in that moment? Um, I think everything about my outfit last night was uh, with a purpose. You know, uh, everything was with a purpose to, to kind of keep poking at the bear. You know, I... I know I'm not supposed to wear a lucha mask because I wasn't. It wasn't handed down to me. But man, would Randy say, "Frick that," <laughs> you know? It like that's mine. You know, I feel like I. He didn't want to give it to me, so I'm gonna take it. And at the end of the day, I saw uh, what would make him even angrier, and that was being one of his most famous matches with Eddie, right at '97 in Halloween Havoc. So I figured, why not? continue to make fun of him a little bit and i had i had mommy there with me you know not in not physically but in spirit spirit she yeah. was on the tights you know so like i said everything on my outfit last night was with a purpose uh, ria obviously you guys have a very you know specific relationship on screen and apparently in real life judgment day overall is is you know famous for not having a leader but the next time you guys walk out on stage together there's going to be one world title and it's going to be yours um, a lot of us have been chatting about this, about just this sort of, you know, you you have an interesting role as a woman in a faction anyway, because you're slamming guys and doing all kinds of, you know, you have a very central role, but it is really unique for the, like, the big champion in a faction with three guys to be the woman in professional wrestling. Have you thought at all about how that's going to look when you guys come out together and how that might change the chemistry? <laughs> I actually haven't thought about that at all. <laughs> But now that you point it out, I'm going to be thinking about it when we all come out together. Um, I think it's wild. It's, um, I think it's a really cool step in the women's evolution as well. Uh, being able to be in a faction with three other guys and be that sort of enforcer role, you know? Going out there, I'm protecting my boys. They're my family. I want the best for them. Um, to be able to pick up someone like Gallows and slam him on live TV. I think it's a real step uh, for women. It's definitely like a history-making thing. I think we're evolving and we're showing everyone that we can take over too. So it's more that, me proving a point that women can do exactly what the men can do, if not better. But like, as for the leader situation, I don't think we have a leader. I still don't think we have a leader. Even though I have the championship and yes, I will be walking down the ramp with this bad boy with my Judgment Day family. I think at the end of the day, we're all happy for each other, and I know that my boys are going to get gold as well. You know, uh, last night's match, we, we just had a podcast recapping last night, 
and uh, we were talking about you guys having the match of the night. And um, this is your second time facing Charlotte at WrestleMania. The first time, obviously, the world was very different. Uh, you were very different. Um, and a lot of this, I guess, rematch was built in to her saying she was going to teach you a lesson, right? It's not even been 24 hours later. What have you learned since running it back with Charlotte last night and this time coming out on top? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, the lesson that Charlotte taught me is that Rhea Bloody Ripley is taking over the WWE, whether anyone likes it or not. I'm here and I'm here to stay. And now I'm the SmackDown Women's Champion. Three years ago, it doesn't matter. We're in the present now, baby. That's right, that's right. When do you get the new plates for the side? Do they... I think I should get them today. If not today, then hopefully tomorrow. All right. Keep those. <laughs> you can make a necklace, just all the, all the champions you've taken out. Oh, yeah. That'd be, that's a good idea. Uh, <laughs> I like that. You okay, can sell you can, it. You can, can have that it. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, uh, in, in addition to everything, man, tonight, you know, Finn is in action, uh, taking on Edge, Hell in a Cell. You know, I feel like in addition to both of your stories in Judgment Day, that's a huge story, right? Like, I know there's no leaders or whatever, but Edge was at one time a part of the group, a very big, uh, you know, part of the faction. Finn's going in there as the demon in the Hell in a Cell match. Haven't seen a demon in a long time. Uh, obviously, Edge has a lot to do with the creation of this group. But going into tonight, is there anything that you're looking forward to in this match that could finally sort of like close the door on that portion of Edge being a part of the Judgment Day? Like what, what has to happen in that cell for it to be like, for that chapter to be closed uh, on, on Edge? You know, I feel like the whole story with Edge is it's never going to really end perfectly. But tonight, I know that Finn's going to go into Hell in a Cell and he's going to do what Finn Balor does. He's going to do what the demon does. And he's going to stomp Edge straight to hell. And if Edge decides to get back up and continue pursuing the Judgment Day, because he obviously loves us so much, he just keeps coming back, well, then we're going to have to do it again. And again and again and again until he learns his lesson. The whole thing was he started the Judgment Day. I appreciate him for that. But he started it telling us that we shouldn't take orders from anyone. We need to see the potential we have in, our, in ourselves and capitalize on that. And then he started bossing us around, doing exactly what everyone else was doing. So, like, that's why he's not in the Judgment Day anymore. We, we didn't want a leader. The whole point was to not have a leader, and then he wanted to be a leader. So the one thing that Edge needs to really learn is that it's done. It's dusted. He doesn't need to keep coming back to the Judgment Day. We're through with him. We don't need him anymore. But I swear to God, if he gets up again, I will happily put him back down. Gosh. Gosh. Uh, All right. Goddamn. Uh, Dom, uh, let me ask you this. A year ago, you said you weren't even friends with these guys yet, right? I mean, it was a pretty formal relationship. No one could ask for a better background than you than you have, right? I mean, you have one of the a Hall of Fame wrestler as your father when you were coming up to ask questions to when you're getting your start and everything. But as you've moved away from him, as you've started hanging out with them, 
are you getting advice from the other veterans that you're hanging around with? Like, what? Who is? I I know maybe it's mommy over here, but like, what? I think it's definitely mommy. Who's who? When when you're just going out for a, when you're going out, you know, getting getting ready for a WrestleMania match, like, whose advice is ringing in your head? Um. Well, definitely them. You know. Uh, I mean, just look at the Judgment Day. You know, she's what 26, 27 years old, already a champion, Grand Slam champion, third WrestleMania. Uh, like been killing it in this business you have someone like finn balor who's been all over the world you know a star in new japan star everywhere he's been came to wwe became a champion became the first universal champion you have a guy like damien who's been you know worldwide killing it in the independence comes to wwe kills it in nxt becomes a north american champion comes to the main roster becomes u.s champion so it's like i just i'm surrounded by a group of winners that are constantly giving me great advice but i would say outside of of them uh i definitely hear randy in my ear a lot um just because of uh the the relationship he's had with my dad um and just over the past i felt like you know he's one of the guys that i, I grew up with in the back you know guys like him uh jay uso as well you know him and him and jimmy uh have given me a lot of advice uh starting off you know when when we first came back from the pandemic we did uh, the live events with them. You know, it was me, my dad, and John Cena versus Roman and the Usos. So I was able to learn a lot from them. And same with John Cena, you know, uh, him and Roman being in my ear about, like, certain things. So I've just been very fortunate to have uh, a lot of top talent be able to give me great advice and for me to just go out there and do my thing. Speaking of top talent, uh, a surprise to the crowd last night, megastar, Bad Bunny on color commentary and uh, had a little bit to do with your result last night against your father. And, um, you he's know... the reason I didn't win. He's, I, I, I'm just saying there was, a lot, there was a lot of extenuating circumstances. I'm not going to just put it all on the bunny. But uh, he will be hosting WrestleMania Backlash uh, next month, the first premium live event in Puerto Rico in over several decades. And we know the Latin community has been is, is essential to professional wrestling. I'll just ask this. Is there going to be some unfinished business with yourself and Bad Bunny in, a, in about a month's time? Well, I, I, I honestly don't know how to answer that because he doesn't, he's not a wrestler. He's, uh, uh, I guess, a music artist or whatever you want, whatever he decides. Oh, don't I, act like you don't know the Bad Bunny songs. I don't Come know on, if son. he's a movie star, he's Come a wrestler, on, a musician. <laughs> Uh, a hairstylist. I don't. I don't know what he is. You know, but whenever he decides to be, or whatever he decides to show back up into the WWE, um, I'll definitely have some words for him. Because you don't just show up at my match at WrestleMania and ruin it. I. We had things planned. We had a. We had a plan that was going to go a certain way, and those. That plan was was falling into place, and uh, I didn't expect Bad Bunny to be there. So obviously, my dad had a few tricks up his sleeve as well. So um, I don't know. We'll we'll have to wait and see. But he he better not show his face again. You guys are the quintessential party crashers, though. You can't be. Can you be? Are you that mad that I'm someone crashed? Like, for as many as many things you've crashed over the year, like you crashed Christmas, Thanksgiving, your anniversary, all, all these type of things, and now Bad Bunny, who is around here a lot. You know what I mean? It's not like he just showed up for the first time. Now you're going to have an issue with him showing up in your match. Look, we didn't crush anything. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We were invited. Exactly. We rocked up to Thanksgiving 
to eat food and spend time with family. It's not our fault that they got all sassy, started calling me the B word yeah. and he had to do something about it. She got the Thanksgiving text. My grandpa called me for Christmas. Yeah. It was Valentine's Day. They so took our like, table. We just wanted our table back. Everything we've done has been through the book. We've never just crashed anything. We're not Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. <laughs> um, fair, fair, fair. Okay. It can be. What? You pull back the curtain just a little bit. I'm sure that when, like, you guys are game for everything that happens. I mean, you go put yourselves through hell every time you go back to the ring. But... Now, how is it, how exciting is it now when you get the call? It's just like we're gonna do another viral video. We're gonna, you're gonna crash something else. It's gotta get you going, right? I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I love it so much. Um, it's just fun. It really is. We have a lot of fun doing them videos, um, and I think everyone can tell, and that's why they are so popular and they do get the hype that they get because everyone can tell that we're just going in there. Nothing's really planned or set in stone. We just have fun. Uh, talking about having fun, I gotta ask. We talk about the changes that have happened with you guys in the past year. There's maybe nobody in the business, well, maybe with the exception of Paul Heyman, that seems to have more fun with what they do when they're not in the ring. When you guys are at ringside for each other, you're operating on a level that I, very few people in the business have ever reached. What, talk a little bit about that. I, don't, I mean, Rhea, I've seen you yell at fans a couple feet in front of me, and it's been, it's always the highlight of the night. And Dom, I mean, that, that's a, I don't even know how to put it into words. I don't do what you do, but that, that's a level of like evolution that a lot of people never get to. So talk, talk about how, how much fun that is for you guys. When I hear that I'm just gonna be ringside tonight, man, I know it's gonna be a good night. I am a complete menace while I'm out there, and I am relishing in everything that happens. Um, I love every second of being in front of the WWE Universe, and that's my time to sort of just go out there and react to things. Most of the time, I don't know what the hell is going on. I just go out there, and I'm like, yo, I'm going to react to these things. I'm going to have some fun, talk some crap, probably yell at a fan. I don't know, but it's, it's a moment for the fans to remember for the rest of their lives as well. Um, a lot of the time, Dom and I, we just look around, we find signs and we point them out and then we talk a little bit of crap and then we'll find someone else. It's just like, it's one of the funnest parts about my job, going out there and, and just being a menace. Like, I don't even know what I'm going to say half the time. Sometimes I don't even know what I'm saying while I'm talking. It just comes out that way. I don't know what I say until it gets turned into a clip and I get tagged on it and collabed on Instagram. And I'm like, yo, did I really say that? Oh my God. Sometimes you don't even understand it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of the time. <laughs> oh, what about you, Dom? Yeah, man, we have a bunch of fun out there, man. Like she said, we just kind of go out there and, and yell. I have a lot of fun watching her because she goes and yells at little girls and kids, and it's sometimes they jump or cry, and it's, it's honestly super fun to watch. Uh, even when, like, uh, Priest had a match with my dad last week, and there's a picture of us going around the corner, and I'm smiling, and I literally had just told him, I was like, hey, my dad broke his leg. He goes, what, are you serious? And I was like, no, I'm just playing. So... <laughs> And then he just started chuckling. He's like, man, don't do that. <laughs> so it's like we're, we're literally constantly having fun out there. And, um, yeah, man, it's a, it's a blast, especially with all of them. They just make it so easy. 
in addition to the fun you get to have, uh, more recently, you get to involve your sister, your mom, uh, you know, involve that's them not at fun. these ringside. <laughs> I'm like, there's not, I mean, listen, I know all about sibling rivalries, all that type of stuff. There's got to be a little bit of part of you. I'm like, oh, I get to throw a drink in my sister's face tonight. Oh, that's going to be great. Oh, I get to tell my mom to shut up tonight. Oh, that's going to be great. That, you you, you got to get a little bit of a kick out of that when, when you get that coming to you. Most definitely. <laughs> you know, you can ask the Judgment Day. I put it in the group chat. They, uh, so I forgot. And Damon must have said something. And I was like, dude, it was a big night for me. I told my mom to shut up. I was like, I, I'm, I'm retiring after that, you know. Um, and even yesterday, being, I didn't know I was going to throw a drink at my sister. I kind of. That was just on the spot. I, I mean, I kind of walked down and I, I saw her holding a cup. And I was like, this dumbass is holding a cup. <laughs> so I, I grabbed it and I was going to drink it. I saw there was a little bit of water. And I said, this, that's just a little bit. So I, I figured I'd throw it on her. But, yeah, all, that, that was a blast. What, looking back at it now. I threw it with some with some force. You know? Yo, she went back in her seat. Yeah, yeah, she did. She didn't expect that at all. So I think that's uh, it, it's a lot of fun, man. Hopefully, I uh, I get to do some more stuff where I get to torture him because it's a blast. You know, I had to put up with a lot of crap growing up, so it's uh, it's fun to be, being able to return the favor. Dom, I know you've got some unfinished business coming out of last night, Maria. I want to ask you. Um, I don't know how much attention you paid or the rumors that are going around, you know, in the in the dirt sheets or whatever. And I don't know how much of any of the stuff that's true, but there was a lot of talk about who you were going to fight at WrestleMania, even after the Royal Rumble. And there's been a lot of talk since. Um, coming out of the match of the night, maybe the match of the weekend, what do you feel like the next couple of months are going to look like for you? Is there, are, there, are there people that you see already lining up to challenge you? Or are there people that you would like to, 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 to defend that title against? Um... I'm, I'm very excited to see what, what the future brings because, honestly, this is SmackDown. I've been on Raw for the last year, um, so it's a whole different pool of women. Um, we have people like, I mean, Liv Morgan again, who was my former tag team uh, partner. Uh, We've got people like Raquel Rodriguez. I, I feel like she is going to be one that I'm going to face in this year to come. Um, our rivalries are always fantastic. Going back to NXT, she's also my former tag team partner. Um, I came up in NXT with her. We know each other like the back of our hands. She was my best friend, you know, and I feel like in this year to come, she's going to be one that's going to step up. As for everyone else, I'm not too sure. I mean, I guess we're just going to see exactly. Scared. We're just going to see who decides to step up. Um, I feel like even Zelina Vega might want a little shot since she's in the LWO. So, you know, we don't like them right now. So she might be in the books as well. Um, but I invite anyone, bro. I invite anyone. I don't care. Um, I'm down to face whoever it is that steps up to the plate. In addition to whoever it is who steps up to the plate, rivalries, all that type of stuff, uh, let's talk about Royal Rumbles real quick. Ooh. A couple of years ago, the last two people in the Royal Rumble was yourself and the Royal Women's Champion, Bianca Belair. Yeah. This year, you won the Royal Rumble. You had your choice of women's champions to pick. You picked Charlotte. Bianca Belair was also right there. I feel like you two have kind of been on a collision course running parallel races ever since you both got out of NXT. 
Are you watching tonight's match with a special sort of uh, attention yes. against Bianca Belair and Asuka tonight? A hundred percent. I am going to be watching that match extremely close. Um, first of all, Asuka and Bianca, they're phenomenal athletes. They're some of the best in this profession and it's going to be one hell of a match. So I'm watching it not only as a competitor myself, but as a fan and knowing everything that Bianca's gone through in NXT to watch her get this spotlight is absolutely incredible. I'm so proud of her and I'm proud of Asuka, but at the same time, I'm watching to see who comes out victorious. Because like you said, I had a choice. I was the Royal Rumble winner. I could have chosen Bianca or Charlotte. The reason I chose Charlotte is going back to WrestleMania 36. That was my first WrestleMania. It was supposed to be my big moment. I was NXT Women's Champion. She was the Royal Rumble winner. We were supposed to have the crowd. My family was supposed to be there. So I just thought it'd be very, very fitting to go back to that here in Hollywood for WrestleMania 39, having that crowd, having that adrenaline rush from hearing everyone, seeing everyone, and having my family here as well, knowing that my parents were going to be here, and this was the match that got taken away from them. Um, I really wanted to give that back to them and have this special moment to share with my family. Um, and Charlotte, she's also an obstacle that I knew I needed to overcome. Where with Bianca, coming up in NXT with her, I also know her extremely well and I know that she's going to be in this business for a very long time. So I know that our time is going to come where we get to step in the ring again and go face to face. Whether that's WrestleMania 40, WrestleMania 41, WrestleMania 42, I don't know when that's going to happen, but it's going to be a WrestleMania match and it's going to steal the show and it, it will be the main event of one of the nights of WrestleMania. Um, but I mean, we'll see when it happens. We just had a year of a champion with two titles. You have one. Mm -hmm. Bianca has one. Down the line, all the marbles. Maybe one of the one the first time somebody, or well, second time, Rhea two belts. Maybe is that Ooh. is that something that you'd want to? That does sound pretty <laughs> damn good. <laughs> you know, if she's still Raw Women's Champion and I'm still SmackDown Women's Champion, I think that'd be a great main event match. So, Dom, at the end of the day, I don't think you got the ending that you wanted last night, but was the moment in the ring, the feeling of actually laying your hands on your dad and at WrestleMania, was it everything that you thought it would be? You don't have to mention him whipping your ass with the belt either, too. That was, <laughs> yeah. that was a little aggressive. Yeah, that was a little much. Pretty sure that was a weapon, so that should have been a DQ, right? Exa it, exactly. <laughs> And I got slapped. There should have been two DQs in that match. Should have been. The refs weren't on their jobs last night. That's it's so far refs that happens. You know what? It is what it is. But I, uh, yeah, it definitely felt good to put hands on my dad. You, honestly, you should. He's lucky he's wearing a mask because if you guys saw him, he's got a busted lip, black eye. Uh, yeah, I, nah, I, I, I got him good last night. So it was, uh, it was definitely a. Uh, a happy feeling for me. It wasn't a happy finale of what I wanted um, because of certain people. There's refs and a bunny, and I just, you know, my, my I didn't have the entire family there, so there were some missing puzzle pieces, but it is what it is. You know, at the end of the day, I'm going to get mine. You both had your big moments last night. Obviously, Finn Balor's got his match in the, in the Hell in a Cell tonight, but from a just a job perspective 
You, is there any downtime, or is it right back on the road? You're going to be at the. I assume you'll be at the show tonight, and then right on to Raw. I mean, does it feel like a never-ending cycle sometimes, or do you get to enjoy? Do you get to to, to bask in it a little bit? Uh, I'll probably bask in it on Tuesday when I'm flying home, unless something gets added to my schedule. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, our schedules are completely hectic, man. There, there's things every single day, pretty much. Things get added that we don't even realize sometimes, um, but. We will get some downtime at some point. I'm not sure exactly when that's going to be, but when it does come, that's when we're going to have our Judgment Day party. So. so are we on SmackDown now? I guess so. So You guys don't follow <laughs> rules, so I mean, you can kind of just go wherever you want, right? Like Wherever sure we want. Yeah. Whatever. yeah, we definitely don't have downtime. Uh, I know, f- I know for, for me personally, it will, especially during Mania, you know, things get a little hectic for us during Mania, just having to uh, promote and have to do everything and having to travel. It's, it's a lot for us. Um, but our schedules are always hectic, and I feel like we know what we sign up for at the end of the day, and it's because we love what we do. And um, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. And for me, I got I got Ron Monday, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I'll be filming. So I don't have uh, time off because I got to go film some stuff that I I can't mention. But actually, I'll say it. I'm not doing anything. I'm just resting. Actually. We'll circle back around. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm actually relaxing. There it so, is. Uh, gotcha, guys. We'll strike that from the record books. Um, something slightly off topic, just personally, Dom. Um, your fashion game's kind of crazy, right? Like, you always have, like, the off-whites on, the sneakers is fly. Like, you know, I've seen the Gucci prints, like, you know, when you come out to the ring or, or walking backstage and stuff like that. I know, I know you feel that a little bit. Um, she doesn't like it. Why, why, do, why, does, why does she like it? Is it too much? Is it too it's just so expensive for such it's a mad, little like, bag, yo, bro. Like, you can't fit anything in those bags. Yes, you can. I'll, I'll be, no, I'll you be watching. I'll be watching the fits. I'm like, that's at least a, a six thousand dollar fit he's got on. I'm right sitting there. here like, in my Amazon bought T-shirt. <laughs> these pants are his. Yeah. <laughs> Priest bought me these shoes. I'm the cheapest person in this group. <laughs> I I think it's because I don't have kids. I got a dog, so it's like. I'm, I don't got no kids. You got like three dogs, though. I got two dogs and a cat. There it is. You got three somethings. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a lot. You know, and my dog, my, I'm on the road all the time. So my dog's at, where is she right now? I think she's at grandma's house. So like, I, like since I'm on the road, I can't even take care of her. So she, she goes from like my sister's house to my grandma's house. So it's like I, most of the time it's just me. And I'm, when I'm on the road with, with some of the boys, it's like we don't have anything else to do. And downtime, go we got to go shop. We hit, after we've hit the gym, we're like, we got another three hours. Might as well go to the mall. So I do like to, to treat myself every now and then. It's, it's, it's noticed. It's noticed. Yeah, I'm very dripped up. Yeah, you, you might not have all the, the, the bling that he does, but you got a, a brand new belt that you're going to have to be getting through air, airport security starting this week. I want to ask... Uh, I know you guys get recognized in public, um, but now, you know, huge matches at WrestleMania, it's only going to go up and up. Tell me what that's like. What's it like when people, like, when you're out at the, at the grocery store or whatever and people, are, and people just want to come up to you? She loves it. <laughs> Don't yeah, you be it, lying. It, it, when, when, <laughs> when she's at the airport, she loves it. Make oh, sure you guys come up and ask her for an autograph. <laughs> um, but, uh, wow. but, no, but, no, honestly, we, uh, it, 
it's kind of crazy. It like everything just kind of continued escalating. I feel like we kind of get more and more recognized. The airport gets pretty crazy. I uh, I like to say no because I can, <laughs> but she's she's honestly super nice, and I have to teach her to be meaner. Even though she is mean, but like she gotta she has to learn. <laughs> It's my Australian side coming out. That's yeah. why. And it's my Mexican side. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do one oh, more? Man. Do I want one? Yeah. Oh, we, well, we got to wrap it up. Let's wrap it up, man. We got to let great. you guys get out of here. I told you a year ago we were sitting here, and the question, the, the obvious question was, uh, when are you and your dad going to fight? You got that out of the way. Um, I guess it's for our last question. Do you think... Maybe WrestleMania 40, we can start fantasy booking you and Rhea in a one-on-one -on -one match, just like the inter some intergender yes. match. Yes. I would never want to fight mommy. <laughs> Ever. Smart boy. <laughs> yeah, never. Not because like we're close, but like, dude, she she, she could beat your me. ass. Yeah, like I'm just <laughs> like Luke Gallows is six seven. Yeah. I'm six one. He got six inches on me. And he's, yeah, I don't, want, I don't want no part of it, you know? So. I think, uh, I guess one last question, just to add to yours. I think a big theme of last night was uh, the future of WWE, right? Like, started off the show, Austin Theory, John Cena, you know, Rhea Ripley, 20-something-year-old, new SmackDown Women's Champion, you having your first big solo WrestleMania match. Like you said, WrestleMania 40, this time next year, is there any specific solo individual goals, especially championships. You've held tag team goal before. Now that you're on your own, now that you and your dad are on the outs, do you have your eyes on any solo sort of uh, goal in the future? Um, you know, I hate to say it, but I got, I, I would say I got my eyes on my boy Austin. You know, I think that would be a, that would be fun to, to explore, but even even though I've had the tag titles, I've never had the raw tag team titles, and I got I got my boys with me. I got guys like Priest and Finn. So it's like if we want to go for the SmackDown tag titles with Priest, and then the Raw tag titles with Finn, or if they want to go at it, whatever whatever the fan wants, man. I'm just here for the game, and I, I love these guys. So I'm just ready for whatever. Dominic Mysterio, Rhea Ripley, congratulations. Incredible, yeah, incredible first night at WrestleMania. And uh, thank you guys for kicking with us, man. This is fun. Thank you so much. Right. Thank you. Thank you, guys. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.